Hi everyone, this is Jackie Cooper with J. Cooper Travels, and I want to welcome everyone to this episode. I am really excited to have my guests on because they span the globe. I have a guest from South Africa, as well as a guest who happens to be in the United States, and I'll be introducing them in a quick second. We are going to be talking about something that's close to my heart. It's all about how do we protect the environment and how do we save money and how do we do it in a way that um, helps others. So um, I want to share a little bit about Jacob for Travels in case you're new to the show. I am. Uh, I started this a few years ago. I am a certified travel consultant and I love going around the world and meeting new people and learning about new cultures. And so I wanted to have Jay Cooper Travels share the vision of how small a community we are, as well as explore new places so we can all learn and have fun together. And then COVID happened, so I rebranded it. And so now it's about how do we travel in life? That includes where do we go, but it's also how do we treat each other? How do we treat ourselves? And um, what are everyone's, what is everyone's story? And we, I've been meeting wonderful, remarkable people on my social media networks. And I love having them share their stories because these stories can both inspire and educate as well as, um, you know, help. So today, um, oh, the other thing I forgot, my background. So I am an attorney, but I'm also an entrepreneur and I'm also an educator. So that kind of gives you um, an idea as to how I have kind of arrived at blending all these different topics into the talk show. Um, but I also love uh, following my passion and having fun. So today we are going to be talking about something that I think is fun for everyone and that's being out in the sun. And then how do we use that the energy of the sun to help us uh, in a productive way. So with that, I'm going to hop over to my guests, Rand and Randy, how are you doing today? Very well. Doing well. So I'm going to have each of you introduce yourselves, uh, you know, in, a, in a, a little way to explain both your own personal story as well as what this project is that we are uh, gonna be sharing today. Cause I know that um, I connected with Rand, um, oh, maybe about 18 months ago. And um, you were in Asia at that point, I believe. And you've traveled around the world and now you're in South Africa. Uh, Randy, I um, you know, have connected with here on the internet and again, um, it's amazing that we can be talking in all parts of the world and uh, sharing information. So Rand, why don't you go ahead and explain a little bit about your background and the project and then we'll hop over to Randy. Okay, perfect. So again, my, my name is Rand and I'm, I was living in Manila. We were connected up, uh, Jackie and I, and we lived there for 10 years, my wife and I, we have four kids. We ended up there because our father had a greeting card gift item business Europe and we were managing the office over there in the Philippines because they're a very artistic culture and that was great we ended up staying we met, meant to do it for a year just kind of take the load off because he was traveling back and forth from Germany and we loved it we stayed there and we enjoyed the expat life because there's a lot of advantages and it's I was you know you kind of keep your um I was I'm entrepreneurial as well and I thought it just a, a better quality of life you'd have to live halfway across the world the time zones are awkward but you could have a lot more of life while still pursuing your 
pursuits without having to kind of go off and do things to make ends meet as much. So that became my life strategy, different quality of life, uh, exotic, it was fun. We moved to South Africa recently. Uh, we love it here. It's just a little more freedom and it was more open. It was time for a change. Um, Manila has had a lot of lockdowns and the kids didn't have a lot of mobility. So we came here, my background's in wastewater treatment for the most part, clean tech as they say. So I really have a, a, a love of two things, technology and as it uh, uh, is applied to, to make the environment better, but in such a way that actually cut, cuts costs, right? So it's economical at the same time. So I like that marriage of the two. You know, I just, just asserting to have things for better for the environment, but not being realistic about the cost factors didn't seem very productive to me. So that's kind of where I live. As that evolved, they looked at things that were growth markets, solar became one of them because I thought, you know, I really became interested in, in, in having a decentralized approach where you could actually have power production on the house. I think it's a lot more efficient. And I saw the value was really unusual to the homeowner. And it kind of, it fit into that pocket that I, I really liked. So I got involved with solar. My wife got involved as well. She connected with Randy because Randy, a part of what we're doing is, is a mentor in this network. Very well-spoken, very articulate, knows the history, knows the ins and outs business strategies, finding ways to can you communicate, connect with people. He's excellent at that. And him and I kind of had up a kinship and we partnered up together. And then that kind of turned into this with Jackie. And um, we thought these illuminating aspects on how solar can be a life hack and just talk about our experience. And uh, yeah, so that's my background, where I live. If you have any questions, reach out, um, places to go and how I got into what I'm doing now and how Randy and I connected. So Randy, Randy, what is the um, the the why? What how you became involved with the solar project, and also what's your background as well? Sure. So um, thank you for having me. Mm -hmm. um, I started out as an investment banker. I was in the industry for about twenty five years. I retired from the industry. In doing so, I had a lot of experience in natural resources, what came out of the ground, understanding it. And in that capacity, I wanted to make a really great impact on my children. Like Rand, I also share with four children, my wife and I have them. And, you know, as they got older, I realized, you know what? I want to leave this place a much better place than the way that I got it. And it brought me into the real passion of what I found to be my life. You know, I really wanted to go after it from a different perspective. I grew up in the U.S. Um, I live in, in New Jersey. I live in Connecticut. And being in the financial industry created a lot of money for a lot of big businesses. Wouldn't it be amazing to understand this life pack that Rand discussed in a way that we have an opportunity to convert into one of the largest expenses that a homeowner has into something that is really an asset? And when we have the opportunity of learning about these things, because I'm a big believer in education too, you know, education can be never taken away from you. And if you have that opportunity to teach somebody in this industry, or for that matter, as I do each morning, I teach every morning for an hour, giving away my time to make sure that the professional end of a solar professional is really um, putting ourselves in a very high professional regard rather than just being a salesperson, consultatively speaking is where my experience comes from. As we do as parents, you know, we consult our children and make, we try and make the right decisions for everybody. But the evolution of life is something that transpired. And understanding that the evolution of energy and realizing that we have um, for the biggest expenses in our, in our life, when we own a home, we make that choice. 
most people have a mortgage, most people have taxes they have to pay, most people also have um, the maintenance on a property that they have to pay. But the fourth largest expense for anybody that owns a home today is a utility expense. By eliminating that utility expense, really understanding it and taking that energy cost and putting it back into your own pocket, to me is a great way of sitting on the same side of the table as opposed to across the table advising somebody. And then really showing them that dynamic is what my why was all about because I've made a lot of people a lot of money in large businesses. It would be even more impressive to be able to do the same for if we look at the United States as an audience, you have 130 million people in the United States today where 90 million of them actually qualify for solar energy. Four million people in the US today actually have it. There's only one way for this to go up. And the world itself has this renewable energy component that brought Rand and I together as well in our backgrounds. And what also incorporated is as we met in this journey of life that we call, um, shall we say, the renewable energy world, it's amazing to me how there's so many like-minded people in this world that really just don't have that knowledge. So on my end, to be able to do that is really my why. So um, you mentioned um, the statistics of how many people could have solar um, and how many do have solar. Why do you think, um, first of all, why do you think that individuals might not have solar? And then let's talk about um, how people could uh, take advantage of um, adding solar to their homes. And uh, let's talk about the process because maybe one of the barriers might be is that people don't know how easy it, or they might think that there's other things that are more difficult so they just don't pick up the phone and call. So why don't we talk about you know, all, the, all that part of it? Perfect. Well, a lot of people just don't have the education behind it, right? Ram, did you want to answer it first? No, go ahead. I think you're more suitable for this and the, the mechanics. All right. Of, yeah. Most people just don't have the education of it. You know, if we go back into time and we talk about evolution for just a second, Einstein, Edison, and Tesla actually created electricity. But at the same time, solar energy was created. And they realized renewable energy form would actually be a safer place for us to generate electricity. However, that didn't happen because if we look in the United States for just a second, and that's the audience that I'm involved in for the most part, you can identify the fact that the government wants their tax revenue. And also big business wants to grow. So if you were to have that conversation with Westinghouse who created, well, we know the name, Westinghouse, right? So you would have understood at that time it was much more profitable for the government to be in bed with Westinghouse than it would be for them to have created the actual solar panel. You know, unfortunately that didn't happen, but what did happen is we realized that global warming took place. And this is really the most important component here. The evolution of understanding global warming is really that, you know, it's really dangerous for the environment. We can eliminate that carbon dioxide component in the atmosphere as best as possible by no longer burning a fossil fuel. And the costs today are much more generously favorable to the consumer than they would have been a number of years ago. Costs have come down. It's much less expensive to own your own energy as opposing to renting your own energy from the electric company. And I, and I choose my word carefully there. 
everyone that's listening on this particular circumstance right now, we choose if we're a homeowner to actually not rent a property. In essence, you're not making somebody else wealthier, you're putting that money back into your own pocket. Your cost of living is part of your retirement, your value proposition financially. When you can eliminate the expense and become your own utility company by producing the energy on top of your roof, also known as solar energy, then you actually take all that carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere, you, you utilize the energy that's made above your roof, and because the utility is designed in a way to actually have this net metering component, which Rand can certainly discuss a lot better in detail than I could, the idea here is that you have this opportunity of overproducing energy and sending it back to the utility grid, grid and then getting it back from the utility grid at, it could be a one-to-one -one ratio, or it could be different depending on states that you're in. Every state has a different type of net metering program, which we can certainly elaborate on a little bit further in this conversation, or people can do the research accordingly on what net, or net metering is. So, um, so, so how would, if someone wanted to explore, um, if, if they've been curious about it, so they're curious, but they just didn't know what to do, what are the steps to actually um, have a consultation and uh, find out if this is a good fit for them? What would they do and how would they do that? I know also everyone, there will be links below in the blog. So if you don't have paper and pen, whenever we mention something, just come back to yeah. the blog area and um, the, you'll be able to click on the link. But let's, go, let's talk about the logistics because you know, we've, we've, we've heard that solar is good, but now what's next? How do we even okay. explore that? Kathy, I'll, I'll, I'll step in on that. I think one thing was brought up to me recently that I think we don't often express well enough is that it's very, I mean, it takes, I mean, the whole entirety of the time is, is turning in a power bill, answering 15, 20 minutes of questions of understanding what your, your energy consumption is. Uh, do you have an electric, uh, are you planning to get an electric vehicle? What's your square footage of your house? Energy, energy efficiencies, what's, what's your breaker box look like? How many amps? Uh, how old is your roof? Questions to kind of understand the dynamics of your, uh, of your home and what you plan in the future will let us spec in and build the proper size system. That combined with certain technology and aerial view software allows us to look at the angles of your roof and really give you a very accurate prediction on what production you'll make. And then we'll do the research and contact your utility company and find the incentives and the rebates and put that together in a proposal that literally takes about an hour of your time. And at that point, if you wanted to check out as a homeowner, we'll be there for the site survey which will confirm what was seen from AeroView and all the, all the questions. You don't need to be there for the installation. So it seems like it's a big production, like a big home improvement renovation. And that's what I think people hear that and they think it's complicated. But what someone brought up yesterday that literally if you wanted to, if you wanted to be hands off, you could do one hour presentation, get all the details, get the confirmation of what you can produce, see the savings, because the simplicity of savings also is, um, we, demystified is like this, you, you don't pay any money down, you take an existing power bill, say it's $200, you swap it for a lower solar payment. It literally is a bill swap. It's $190 and you freeze that rate in time for the next 25 years. In the face of inflation, the highest we've had in over 40 years, that's very significant. And when a homeowner shows up for the hour presentation and sees the compounding aspect of the savings every year, where at 7.2%, right now your power bill will double in 10 years. Statistically, average historically, it's every 17, 18 years. 
But right now, if it stays this way, who knows? We, know, we don't know which territory we're in. We just know it's very high inflation around the world, everywhere. So that's all just, so it's a very, it's a, it's a very simple value proposition of no money down. You take your existing bill, it goes away and you replace it with a solar payment into something that you own, as Randy mentioned. That's the, that's the whole enchilada on that aspect. And the other aspect is the, the engagement of doing this thing is not, is not putting in a new bathroom or kitchen. It's not putting in a new pool. It's not a month line process with all these contractors at your house all the time. It really isn't. It's a very simple process. And I think that's not understood by most people. It's uh, the estimation of effort or the perception of effort is much higher than it actually is. So I, I have a question because one of the things that you mentioned, I love the fact that it's no money down. And I also like the fact that um, you're fixing the rate over time. So that way you can like a fixed mortgage, you can actually control your expenses. Um, you mentioned that you don't need to be home. Don't you have to be home for the installation, though? You do. You know, I'm going to jump in if you don't mind, Rand, if you don't mind. Yeah. So so here's here's a, a little bit of a component that I want to elaborate on as well. There are steps that are needed inside this process for a homeowner to be home. Yes, you will have to make sure that somebody actually reviews your house prior to actually having something installed. Proper measurement needs to take place. There are some steps, but putting panels on top of somebody's roof, would you have to be home in order for that to happen? You're not actually on the roof at the time. Connecting it directly to your distribution panel in your utility space, yes, somebody should be around for it. Um, could you leave the garage open and go to work? Absolutely. But of course, that's going to be discussed between you and the installation team, which is on the ground. I do so, want to also, sorry, go ahead, please. Yeah, I have a question though. Um, and I know that the technology is changing because when um, I looked into it a number of years ago, you know, the panels were very heavy. They, you mm -hmm. know, things have, things have evolved over time. Can you, can you talk a little bit and that, and so a lot of people who might be listening to this might be like myself where we looked into it and, and we're not aware of what the current status is. Um, how are the panels attached to the roof? Are there different things that, you know, technology wise, how has it changed and evolved? It's a really great question. And I, I'm going to jump in on this too, Rand, for one reason, because different proximities of the world have different elements that are problematic. And I'll, I'm gonna take a, a little bit of a, a moment to discuss that. Yeah. One, if you live on the Gulf Coast or on um, the East Coast, you're gonna be subjected to hurricanes, exactly. tropical storms, different types of weather conditions that are gonna preclude you from considering something like this, but I don't want to denounce that component for a variety of reasons. There are steps that have been taken. For example, there are hurricane-proof solar panels. They exist. And the proper racking systems are designed to be directly attached to your roof through the frame of the house. And that's done, connected correctly, and properly installed with the right installer. You have to do your proper evaluations on it. But in our circumstance, we've aligned ourselves correctly with the right dynamic here. Our teams actually have that in place. So we would specifically make sure that that homeowner on that proximity in the United States would have a hurricane proof panel. There are certifications for it, wind certifications for it. Plus there's different dynamics as well for something that you alluded to a moment ago, which is this value proposition financially. You know, if you went back into time for just a second and you bared witness, for example, to somebody driving through a red light and God forbid they got pulled over. For whatever the reasons may be, a police officer is going to pull them over and they're going to give them a ticket. 
what are they going to do? They're going to have to pay a fine. They did something wrong. But here in the circumstances, by doing something really great for the world, not only financially, but also environmentally, the government's going to reward you today, 2022, 26% of the total cost of your solar system is going to get returned to you for doing something that is great for the environment. Where again, if we went back into time for just a quick second, you had this particular moment where you're burning a fossil fuel, it's bad for the environment, and now you have this opportunity to really do something great and the government's gonna reward you. Now, there are different state incentives, right? You live in Maryland, there's such a thing called solar renewable energy credits that a Maryland resident is going to get a true benefit in addition to somebody else that may live in Ohio, Kansas, New Jersey, Connecticut, California. Texas, wherever you are in this in the US, there's different incentives because different states realize that the utility grid is old. It's old. And when you talk about the impact of the financial considerations for families, you have a huge value proposition here. The value proposition is not just financially, but it's also environmentally. And that's this, this whole entire evolution component that is really just evolving and you had also indicated, you know, why would somebody be qualified, not be qualified in terms of a homeowner? You know, I want to touch base on that for a second as well. You know, if you have a shared roof and you share your home's roof as a townhome, the likelihood is you're going to need more panels on your roof to produce or offset all of the energy costs that you're currently incurring. And you're going to have to take over some of the ownership of that other roof space that is being shared. So that would disqualify you. Your other homeowners are gonna allow you to get on their, their space of their roof in order to do this. I'm talking about single family homeowners, not so much where the shared uh, component takes place for a roof. And that's one of the disqualification pieces. So I wanted to make sure that that was discussed. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, I, I know that there are many uh, episodes that we're gonna be talking about because today we're really doing an overview of um, what the possibility is and um, how someone can benefit. Um, we're going to end up having um, other episodes about the tech side and more specifically, you know, about maybe even the history of solar and that type of thing. But um, right now, you know, what comes to mind is just the money saving aspect that everyone needs to be thinking about, in addition to the fact that you're helping the environment. Right now, you know, where we are in the world, we need to be thinking about those two things. You know, how do we bring more money, spendable money back to our wallets? And then how do we do it in a way that's good for others and good for ourselves and good for our children, like you mentioned? So that's why I've always been interested in solar. Um, so I, what I'm going to kind of go over to the the one tip, one place that I always do for J. Cooper Travels. And um, I want us to talk about the place, but I want us to, and when we talk about the place, I want us to talk about your view and understanding of how solar is being used in other parts of the world. You know, I think it's interesting where, you know, as we travel, when I went to Tanzania, um, I guess it must have been about seven, eight years ago when my daughter was over there. I started, that was when I first saw solar panels and I was thinking to myself, how awesome, because as I was doing safaris through the parks, I was thinking it would be a disaster to run wires through these 
parks and destroy the habitat of you know the wild animals and i saw the solar and i thought that just makes sense you know everyone needs electricity and also i've seen that solar sometimes can generate you know water and things like that so it's the the i've always been fascinated with technology but um who wants to hop in first to talk about um like the location and then maybe a tip um again let's you know wrap it around the solar sites so that's our topic of the day i mean i, I can join i was it's funny that you mentioned you were there jackie you never brought that up because we went to zanzibar on vacation recently yeah that was that was um yeah i mean it's it's interesting here solar is definitely a hot item even our landlord here asked about it recently for commercial property because they have all these intermittent um the whole plaza loses power for five days at a time different dynamic here you know we had blackouts or brownouts as well in texas and other parts of the u.s mm -hmm. people don't as a bird's eye view um it speaks briefly to what you were saying earlier pa panel costs have gone down 90 percent in the last 10 years okay and the curve is flattening so you're not going to get much more gains they all most of that value has been baked into the pie. If anything, the demand for solar will probably increase the cost of hardware because there's supplies, um, supply constraints as well. But there's also all these utilities that are under pressure in the US and here as well, because you have blackouts and brownouts. There's more people using energy during the day. They're working from home. There's people from coming to different states, uh, transplants, and they're putting more pressure on the grid. So the utility companies are under pressure to bleed off that pressure under political pressure to make sure they can continue to deliver the service. So they give very big incentives to, to adopt. So that's changed. You have, you have very good deals where they'll buy back the power at a super high retail rate. You get the lower cost of hardware. The panels now last 40, 45 years and they only go down to 92% efficiency. They don't lose very much. That's different because you asked that earlier. I don't think that was answered. So because of that, you'll see it even in places like here, which don't have the buyback. I asked somebody, do the, the utility company buy back the power? They laughed at me. <laughs> they said, no way, not gonna happen. That changes the value so much, but they're still doing it here. And I found that very interesting that, so it means the costs are cheap enough, including inflation going up, you're losing that value, but if you buy your panels, you fix it at today's cost basis. So that factor plus the panels going, getting more efficient and the cost of panels going down are making it viable in places where there isn't a 26% tax credit. There isn't the buyback incentives of the utility. So that's fascinating to me that if it's happening here, we have all those advantages in the U.S. that make it even more uh, compelling a value proposition as to you know, answer your question, why now? But it's, I have people asking all the time. There's people, people asking me here locally, hey, you're in solar. How do I, how do I get panels here for my, my, my friend in Zimbabwe? Or how do I do this and that? As I, you know, I don't know. But they're asking me. There's a lot of interest in it. And again, it's like in an environment where we don't have all the luxury and advantages of, a, of the U.S. and all the incentives that are being put forth. So... I find that a major screaming indicator of that the baseline value is enough. Combine that with the other factors that is urge you to do your research and sit in for a presentation because someone over $200 a month will save an average of fifty dollars to $100,000 over the life of the system. And we can also do a 30-year warranty, which is an indicator that they're lasting longer. Some people say, I don't believe it. I heard they're only 20 years. Oh, yeah, well, there's a 30-year all-inclusive warranty. It's actually an insurance product. So that mm. just shows that you know, that's an indicator that that's the truth. I mean, can you, um, gonna I'm going to interrupt yeah. you for a second. Can, cause that's I, good. I did want to, to mention a little bit about that insurance aspect. Cause mm -hmm. I think, um, that is a, a really great, um, bit of information. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Randy, Randy would you like me to jump in? Please, please, please. Yeah. All right. So 
you know, there's a difference between understand manufacturers come and go over our lives. I'm sure we've all bared witness to very large companies going out of business. We can admit that manufacturer warranties are only as good right now as a manufacturer staying in business. It's the same truth to somebody that comes in and does a home improvement project for your home. They can provide you a warranty on a roof, but if they're out of business, really the warranty doesn't really make much of a sense, does it? No. The one thing that insurance does is insurance protects the asset, regardless of whether or not the manufacturer actually stays in business. So we can all talk about, you know, one company versus another company, one manufacturer versus another manufacturer. We talked earlier about the weight of solar panels. Well, the weight of a family's concerns financially are protecting their assets and insurance does that. This is an insurance product. This insurance product covers all parts, all labor, all, all everything inclusive, any roof penetration that takes place on the product and there's no deductible. So the fact is, is that you think that an average homeowner may live in a home for 30 years? Probably not. We know the statistic to be between seven and 10 years. So if the average family lives in a home seven to 10 years, what happens to that insurance should the solar en uh, energy still stay on that house rather than that, that family taking that solar system with them to another house? Well, this, this insurance is transferable to the next homeowner. So it becomes a really nice way for a homeowner to say, and this brings me to the other valuable proposition, Green Energy certified appraisers. These are appraisers that, that actually have a certification in green energy that will actually value somebody's home. They're gonna actually look at a home's value and say, you know, you have one amenity versus another amenity. It's gonna cost you more if you wanna buy a house that has a pool. Well, when you have solar energy on your home, think about the next homeowner. They're buying a home without that large expense. As Rand alluded to, it could be in the neighborhood of $100,000 over the life of the system, if not more because that number is really based over 25 years, not over the 40, 45 years that these panels last. Having that insurance protects the family against any loss. Why? Because even if the insurance company went out of business, you're a lawyer, you understand this statement, the insurance commissioner in every state must back every single insurance policy to make sure that the, the consumer is protected from the loss of the insurance should the insurance company go out of business which could happen, right? So I want to I want to interrupt you for a quick I want to interrupt you just for a quick second and I apologize cuz I you're sharing some really important information. Are you able to share the name of the insurance company that is actually um, you know, backing um, the panels and everything else like that with the uh, the listeners? Absolutely. Solar insured, but it is not available to the consumer it has to be available on a corporate side. Yeah. So it's not something that the the individual in uh, the individual person that has a system in place already um, can get because there are very high regards for the installation team. They have to be certified by the insurance company prior to installation. And any work that gets done on a house, um, should the manufacturer not be in existence, should the panels be outside of warranty, because panels have a 25-year warranty for the most part. There are some companies that are 10, 15, 20, most today are 25 years. The inverter, which converts this energy from DC, which is made from the sun, into usable in our energy in our house AC, has a 12-year warranty most of the time, that inverter component. But wouldn't you like to have the protection for 30 years on all parts? 
That's the power of insurance. And when you align yourself correctly with our team, which is what Rand and I are alluding to, this is the way that we have really differentiated ourselves in this industry to protect the consumer's interest at best. Truly, sitting on the same side of the table as opposed to across. And that's, that's very consultative. It's a much different approach. And that's really the value of this insurance policy. Please, Rand, go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to add, um, my understanding is also it's, it's Lloyd's of London that is backing it ultimately. I mean, the state backs it as well, so that's a bit moot. Uh, but, you know, Lloyd's of London has been around hundreds of years. You probably are familiar with it. Yeah. You'll, uh, so Lloyd's of London is backing the policy. Um, and then, of course, it's, it's registered with the state. So every, uh, every payment is a certain portion goes to the state to put in a fund to protect the consumer. So it's got multiple layers of protection. First of all, Lloyd's of London, Bedrock Company. Second of all, it goes to the state. The state backs it. Uh, and then Solar Insurance is a pretty uh, reputable so company as well. I, so I want to just clarify one more thing for the listeners because you guys are sharing a lot of information. Um, the only, again, I want to bring it back to what we mentioned at the beginning. There, there's no upfront cost to a homeowner. There's zero home. Uh, the only bill that they pay is their electric bill, correct? Uh, actually, Rand, there's two bills that will okay. always take place. One, you're swapping your electric bill for the most part, 100% of it. Yep. But there's always going to be a connection charge with the electric company. They will connection always charge. have okay. a connection charge. And that's fine. And, when you look at when you look at your when you look at your electric bill, there's like different taxes and things like that. Oh, but go ahead and clarify. There's a disclaimer I want to share with you too as well. Um, your system is designed to offset a certain amount of kilowatt hours that take place based on your last year's production. That's why it's important to review the electric bill itself. Yeah. It actually identifies inside of a bar chart that actually states how much energy the family's home used over the past 12 months. In the event that you decide to have a party every day while having your solar system for 30 days, 60 days, whatever it may be, I mean, God bless you guys better invite us because we're coming a party. But the truth is, is that, you know, you may use too much energy that the solar system's not producing. So I want to make sure that this disclaimer is quite clear. Yeah. You may actually have an electric bill if you overuse the amount of energy that the solar system is not producing for you. Okay. And then the other thing I just want to clarify, because this was the question in my mind is, um, so you have your electric bill from the solar, you have that um, little uh, bit of the overcharge possibly, but the insurance uh, is built within the, um, the, the, uh, the monthly of your electric bill is uh, there's no additional ins insurance fee on top of that. Is that correct? It's built into the contract. That's exactly right. So, um, because again, you know, like I have a car payment, I have a car insurance. I just want to, um, clarify that you're not paying an extra insurance bill on top. It's, it's already built in. So, um, yeah. It's wrapped around. So everyone who's listening, um, again, um, I'm looking at this, um, you know, uh, there'll be information in the blog below. Um, you can, you know, reach out to me. You can reach out to, to Randy or Rand through the contact information that will be, you know, below for looking at solar. I, I would ask that everyone at least look at it to say yes or no. You just you have nothing you have nothing to lose by getting the information. Um, you have everything to lose if you get the information. And then you decide that it's not for you. That's fine. 
but then you also have to think about, okay, what are the, the long-term costs to both the planet as well as to your pocketbook? So whether it's with the company that, you know, I'm interviewing right now or a different company, um, just explore, just, you know, explore for you and your family and, and do your research. Like I say, you know, with every product, you know, do your research, but this is something that I've not heard about before. I've not heard about a solar company that's had an insurance product from Lloyd's of London attached to it. And that was one reason why I wanted to kind of bring Randy and Randy on, because I thought that that was, that provided me a little bit of a comfort level um, with the unforeseen. And, and as a travel agent, I always say get travel insurance because there's unexpected things that will happen. So I'm always, and maybe that's my law background too. I always look at, you know, having insurance as the backup in case something that you're not thinking about happens because the unforeseeable does. We see what happened with COVID. It was unforeseen. So um, any last minute thoughts? Because we've been talking for a while. I love our conversation. Uh, it was a great conversation. Any last minute thoughts, Randy, Randy? I'm okay, Randy, do you wanna speak? To kind of close things out? So I, I sure, Rand, I'll be okay, happy to, happy. thank you. Yeah. Um, Fantastic. Absolutely. Oh, Jackie, thanks for having us. It was great. These fireside chats are fantastic. We don't have the fire in the background, fireplace, but it is just kind of a roundtable discussion on life strategies. I love what you've done branding-wise and your, your concept of evolving tr travel as a concept of how you, as you travel through life. You know, what, what ways to make, what, what, do you, what can you find to increase, you know, our, our ways of, of engaging with life in a more productive fashion, in a more elegant fashion, and a more thoughtful fashion? So I'm, I'm glad you saw that fit into the picture with what we're doing here. And um, just want to uh, acknowledge you for that and yep. turn the floor yep. over. Thank you. And I Jackie, and Jackie, yep. just, I'm going to add to that as well. You know, understanding the dynamics here, you know, we, we talk about traveling the world. We talk about understanding our financial benefits. And as I recognize inside your podcast and realize that it's really about life evolution, truly the wellness of life how to experience some of the, the most important things in life. And we can do this by protecting or mitigating our risks. And we can do this in a variety of different ways in travel, in finance, in business, and in wellness, as stated in your podcast, your background, your backdrop, excuse me. Mm -hmm. But one of the most interesting things here that you have this opportunity right now, this forum to me, is that you have the opportunity of blending all of them together. So by it, we all look at pots of money in different ways, right? We can also say, I could save a little here, I can save a little there. I could turn off the lights, save a little money on energy, but true impact here is imagine taking that extra $3,000 a year that you're saving by not spending it with the utility company and now contacting you at JC, uh, excuse me, J Cooper Travels and spending $3,000 on a family vacation yearly for using the same type of electricity, but really generating it differently. Just a really great way of, of making your life that much of a better place in this world that we all live in and we all evolve in every single day. So thank you so much for having me.
appreciate yeah, it. No, I appreciate that. These are important topics. And um, I love the fact that I'm meeting individuals like yourself who are doing good as well as, you know, helping others. So everyone uh, who's listening, definitely like and subscribe to Jake the Bird Travels. And remember, be kind to yourself, be kind to others. We're one world and we're all connected and have a great day. Thank you so much, everyone.